Hey everybody, welcome back to weekly episode of Soul Deep in Our Talks. My name is Elizabeth Anna and today we will be talking about grief and how sometimes we do not grieve properly and how we think that grief is only reserved for actual death. And I'll go into more details, but I hope you enjoy it. Love to hear from you. Give me a message at the end of uh, the episode. So I wanted to talk about how easy it can be to have ideas in your mind or expectations about how things should play out. Uh, uh, and I could use the example of uh, that I went through. And I, I learned this from a really good friend of mine, Jessica. And even though I have a few Jessicas, uh, I know that my Jessica, this Jessica, will know who I'm talking about when she hears this. And I don't remember the exact details that she went through, but it was something that she learned in class. And it was uh, how she related to the story being said and how sometimes we could set these expectations of our children and have this idea of how things are going to be played out. And then when the time comes for those ideas that we put in our mind and they don't play out that way, there's a part of us that kind of feels let down and how if we don't manage that those emotions and as they come up then how easily we can then project that onto our children as if they have let us down when in reality they're living their life and any idea we've had in our mind of how it should go it's just an idea it's a hope but it's not our life it's theirs and we shouldn't have these expectations set for them. It's hard not to. I think it's extremely difficult to say, you know, you're going to have a child and not really have hopes and dreams and ideas of things that you're going to experience with them. So personally, I've, I mean, I'm sure there's been a lot of instances where I saw this play out in my life, but one that stood out and maybe it's because of the way she had explained it to me was when my youngest son decided to drop out of high school and I realized that I wasn't going to be able to attend his graduation and even though I have now three kids right my oldest when I met my husband uh his gra- we had just started dating and they didn't have enough tickets for me to attend so obviously his mother went And I missed that graduation. And so my second son, uh, he actually was, uh, he decided to go to Florida virtual. And so his graduation was online. So even though I did experience that graduation, it wasn't the one that I had set in my mind. But then I kept banking on, well, I have one more, you know. And he was graduating from the same high school I went to, which is my youngest. And he decided to drop out and that was a big uh like it it hit me in the gut (laughs) because I was kind of banking on you know going to that graduation and seeing him walk through the uh 
you know, getting his diploma. And it was like, you know, being able to see him in the same high school, graduating from the same high school. And so all these ideas that I had made in my mind. And then, of course, you go on social media and, it, you know, people have like around graduation time, you start seeing people that have kids around the same age just posting and what college got into. And then you start to put these thoughts into your mind as if, you know, somehow you have failed or you messed up. What did I do wrong? And, uh, and almost like feeling this anger and resentment over a missed experience, a missed opportunity to something that I had envisioned being uh, a part of and being able to see him and then not being able to share, I don't know, the cap and gown picture and the whole experience. There was just like this part of me that felt as if something had died. And because my friend had explained this to me, I think she also was going or had experienced something similar or she, she related to it. I, I, I was like, this is what this is. I am grieving. I am grieving the idea in my mind of how I thought this was supposed to go. But in reality, uh, we shouldn't have any expectations. Yeah, yeah, graduating is kind of like a thing you want to be a part of. Well, I had three opportunities and I didn't get to go to one graduation. And so at the end of, you know, the day, what's more important? Being able to get that cap and gown and going through graduation or that he finds his way, whichever way that is, and is happy. And I, you know, right now he's, he ended up getting his GD and he's working and I think he's happy. I see him happy. I mean, I ask him and he's, and, and yeah, he hasn't figured out his whole way yet. And for right now, this is what he's doing, but it, it, me not being able to have that experience shouldn't take away and it shouldn't make me angry and it shouldn't make me disappointed because I didn't get to have that experience. Yeah, he didn't have that experience either. And sometimes I wonder, man, he didn't go to prom. He didn't have, you know, the the graduation. And then it's like, you didn't get to experience those things. But like, really? Okay, They're, they were fun things to check off my list, but they weren't like, it wasn't life-changing, life-altering. At least personally, not for me. I'm glad I got them done and that I experienced those uh events in my life but it didn't really you know change the trajectory of where my life went and so you like i'm learning to i'm i'm not learning to not set these expectations even though i still find it hard i find it hard to say okay i i don't you know this is by this time this you know, this kid should have moved out. And and by this time, maybe you should have been like, there's so many things that we could think about what our kids uh, life is supposed to look like, or what it should look like, or what they should have accomplished, what milestone they should have reached at certain age. And the reality of it is, is that all their, you know, their lives are all going to be different. And it's not going to hit a milestone. And if they miss one, or they don't get something done by the time that we have said in our minds that they should or by the time that other people's kids have then it 
it doesn't mean that they failed and it doesn't mean that I should be disappointed. If I have certain expectations or I have certain rules or guidelines in place, then we should set those for them and be like, hey, this is how it's going to go. But if we haven't set those things and we're just like kind of thinking, okay, this means they're doing good. This means that they, you know, no, because sometimes, you know, kids do a lot and they accomplish a lot. And then somewhere down the line, something else happens that makes sets their whole life into a whole different trajectory. And then it's like, well, you know, but I did everything else right before. There's no right or wrong. There's just living, experiencing, learning and growing. And so while this experience of not being able to, you know, go through that whole experience as a parent of the whole graduation and the cap and gown and being able to post a picture and so on and so forth, it made me feel like, yeah, like, I grieved it. I grieved this idea that I had said in my mind, but I wouldn't have had to grieve it had I not said it. But those are like regular ones that you just think it's going to happen. And I think my friend had experienced, like her her talk was about how, uh, what parents may experience with uh, kids who, you know, are of, uh, are gay, you know, and they you know, you think, okay, my kid's gonna, you know, get married, because you have this expectation of how your kid is going, if it's a boy, then he's gonna marry a girl, right? But, well, you really don't know. But in our minds, that is where we go. And I think uh, older generations, that was kind of like a default. Now, there's less of a default, right? Because you really don't know. And I mean, obviously, if you have a sort of mentality that takes you to things need to continue to be this way, then yeah, you probably still have that default. But the truth is that by setting these expectations, then you're going to have to grieve the expectation you had if your child decides to live their life differently, whether that means that they do end up gay, whether that means that they don't go to college, whether that means that they decide not to have children, whether that means that they decide not to get married, whatever decision your child makes that doesn't fit into the idea that you have programmed your mind to think that it should go like you're going to have to grieve it if your child gets married and then they end up getting divorced or they make a mistake they screw up in that marriage or if your child has like I know I definitely like gave my parents some grieving I got pregnant at 23 and they hadn't even met my son's father and so that was a huge curveball I threw at them when I was the a very good kid who made good decisions. And then all of a sudden it was like, whew, just out of nowhere, here came Ellie pregnant, you know, and that I'm sure that's not how they envisioned. They th probably thought I was going to get married, move out of the house, then have a kid. And I would always be telling them I wasn't even planning on having children. So my idea, their idea, we had to all grieve the ideas we put in our head because the choices I made totally changed the trajectory of my life. And so it, it's, it's hard to say don't set expectations, don't set ideas of how things should be, especially when it comes to like other people's lives. And your children have their own lives. You're there to guide them. But they're going to choose the path that they want to take. And whether or not that looks like what you had in your mind or what you would hope for them, there has to be some form of respect to say, you know what, I love you enough to let you make your choices, make you, you know, let you choose that path. And I'm here to support you and love you through it, whatever that may look like, even if it means 
completely, totally different story than what you had in your mind. And I'm grateful that my friend shared this with me because it has allowed me to not only share this with other people who sometimes are going through something that um, has been life altering and, you know, it, it, it hit him out of nowhere, uh, but it has helped me as well uh, ground myself in remembering that my children have their lives and that as much as I would want for them to like hit the ground running and see, you know, all the things that they're going to accomplish, like from right now, sometimes that there's a delay and sometimes it doesn't work exactly at the pace that I want, at the pace that I would expect that, you know, but that doesn't mean that they have failed. It means that they're figuring it out and I am here to support them through it, whatever that may look like. And sometimes I don't do a great job. Sometimes I suck. Sometimes I say things that are hurtful or I react in ways thinking I should be a stronger parent or thinking I need to be tough. Well, when I realize I made a mistake, I apologize and I realign myself and say, okay, I need to do better at this. And as a parent who, you know, had an older generation of parents, I think that is something that I'm grateful to see more parents are doing now, but not enough parents are doing that where just because you're the parent doesn't mean you're always right. And, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm learning. <laughs> this turned from a grief episode to a parenting episode, but I think it's important that when it comes to our kids, to our siblings, to other people and how they're choosing to live their life that we, you know, remain respectful and open but our children I think is the one that it feels like they're a a reflection of us and I think sometimes that is a hard thing to experience when your child is a certain way that you feel like this isn't how I raised you or this isn't what I you know but we forget they're their own person they're not like us they're nothing like us. Their experience is completely different than the experiences we had. Their environment, everything, everything to do with the world is so different right now. And, you know, sometimes it's like, are we like, we're not living in the same world they are because at the age that they are, it's, it's so different than, you know, how we experience the world at our age. And there was things that we, our parents had no idea no idea like to comprehend what we were going through you know and so sometimes I think to myself like we forget we forget what it was like to be their age we forget the emotions the feelings the confusion the frustration you know the the pressure of everything and um it's 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 tough it's tough because I think that whole uh part of convincing ourselves that everything should appear to be a certain way or that our kids, you know, are a reflection of us. Yeah, on some level they are. And you know what? They're going to make mistakes. And I don't expect them to be perfect. And I never want them to appear to be perfect because they feel like they need to perceive perfection. Because I think that is another thing that is is horrible 
because I experienced that. Like what you need to appear like faking things like, no, no, <laughs> no. And, you know, people can criticize. Like I remember when my youngest was really little, there was a time, a good stretch there where he did not want a haircut. And I remember everybody telling me, but you're his mother. You can cut his hair. And I said, yeah, I can, but he doesn't want it. So why should I force a haircut on him? Like, I, I remember, like, like, yeah, I didn't like the way his hair looked. I thought it looked a little bit messy, but he genuinely didn't want a haircut. And I know, yeah, okay, that was, as a parent, I definitely could have forced him. And I remember the day he told me, okay, I want a haircut. Got him a haircut. And now when he's older, I find myself, hey, are you going to get a haircut? Because he's let his hair grow. And sometimes I'm like, it looks so messy, but he likes it. He likes it that way. And as much as I can sit here and think like, it drives me insane. The reality is that that's who he is. That's who he's always been. And it doesn't fit my idea, right? But it's because I'm thinking that how he's portraying himself, he's going to be judged. They're going to like make these assumptions about who he is as a person, right? But he's okay with that. And honestly, like that means that you're going to weed out the people that are just going to judge you based on how you look so and yeah i mean like yeah if you appear to be messy maybe you're a little messy i mean he is a little messy but he's also pretty disciplined he's a good worker he's ambitious so he has other qualities that sometimes i'm like you know what like he he can appear to be a certain way but ultimately he has great qualities that if somebody cares to they will you know, get to know it. And so no matter what, I think that allowing your children to be, allowing your children to be their own person and to make their own mistakes and to make their own decisions, you know, uh, it's, it's important. And to support them, to, su to be there as a parent, as a loving guide to support them. But if, you have ideas in your mind about how things should be, then I hate to break it to you, but you're going to have to grieve when those things don't plan out that way. And that is a process I am learning. I have learned and I'm aware of. And so I'm learning to not set so many expectations and just allow things to kind of go. But yeah, grief is a tough one. Personally, uh, when I realized that my dad passed away. I grieved him most of my youth. So when he passed away, I didn't feel sad. I felt grateful. But there was a part of me that I didn't realize blocked out the feeling sad because I felt guilt that I had him as long as I did. And I, it was almost like, you have no reason to feel sad. Look at the life you lived. Look how long you had him. You didn't even think he was going to like ever even meet your, your child. And he, even though I wasn't married yet, he got to meet my future husband and, and, you know, my future kids that, you know, and so I, I felt so grateful that 
I had him as long as I did, that I did not give myself the permission to grieve him, to let him go. And so I find myself doing that in different parts, in different you know aspects of my life where uh, I'm having a hard time letting go of certain things or, you know, letting things, you know, come to an end and be like, okay, and kind of wanting to just jump shit instead of allowing myself to grieve, to follow the process of, you know, it's okay to feel sad. Uh, I can be excited about new and new things. I can totally be excited, but that doesn't mean that I don't give myself space to feel the loss of what I'm releasing, of what I'm letting go, whatever that may look like. Sometimes it's habits, right? Sometimes it's, uh, you know, emotions that I've clung to as a way to comfort me, uh, the things that make me feel, you know, safe that aren't good for me. There's so many things and aspects of our lives that we cling to and we don't grieve properly as, you know, we release and let go and therefore they stay there when you don't grieve something. And it's almost like it's still there because you haven't basically given it permission to leave. You haven't said, this is gone. You just move on. Uh, happens in relationships. I know in the past, I haven't allowed myself to grieve the ending of a relationship because I just always felt like, okay, I know this is going to end someday. I know this is going to end someday. And so I feel like I grieve things throughout time. And therefore, by the time it happens, it's like, oh, I already grieved this. I'm ready. I can go. It hurts, but I'm, I can move on instead of allowing myself to just grieve the fact that it's over. And this is an aspect of myself that I have learned uh, is so important because it's easy to just uh, follow your emotions as far as like, you know, cling into the feelings that make you feel good and the things that excite you instead of allowing the feelings that bring you down to just, you know, give the space to exist. It don't, doesn't mean you have to stay there. You don't have to let it consume you. You don't have to just feel sad all the time or depressed, but give the space to allow yourself to feel everything that comes with the end of a chapter in whatever part of your life that shows up. And whether it be something that you've imagined in your mind or you have thought an idea, an expectation, like trips. Sometimes I have, I plan out vacations and I have all these ideas of what I'm going to do on that vacation. And and when we get to the destination, like there's just things like I went to Crystal River with my husband for Valentine's and I had all these ideas about kayaking and uh, going into the spring. I had, I didn't do my research that it was manatee season and therefore you couldn't just go into the spring. And there was this whole, like whole other thing that needed to be done in order to get there. And so because we didn't plan it, I didn't look into the park we were going to, it, it didn't happen. And there was a part of me that was like angry and sad and frustrated because in my mind I had envisioned all these things happening and therefore they didn't. And so the grief of releasing that expectation to say, okay, just because this didn't happen doesn't mean I can't have a good time. It doesn't mean I can't, you know, still find something else to do, right? 
sometimes we hang on to that. We hang on to, you know, no, but I want it to be like this. And if it's not like this, and I'm going to be angry and I'm going to be mad and I'm going to be sad because I didn't get to do all this. And no, let's let it go. Let it go. You could grieve it. You could grieve this pain of loss that you've had of how you imagined it to be. But you can also just let that go. And so I challenge you today to dig deep and see where you're setting expectations for others, for yourself, and allow yourself to either not get clung onto the idea that you have set in your mind of how things should be, or to grieve, uh, to allow yourself to grieve the fact that uh, it's okay. It's okay to have wanted certain things and to have expected things to go a certain way, but it's okay that it didn't. And uh, and grieve, allow yourself to just feel the loss of this thought that you had and this hope that you had, but also remain hopeful that just because it didn't go the way that you had envisioned doesn't mean it's wrong, doesn't mean it's over, it doesn't mean there's failure, it just means it's going to look different. And cling to that excitement of like, okay, this is going to be surprising, and I can't wait to see where this leads. And although I know that there's many scenarios where that could be scary, uh, have faith. Have a little faith and always be there for your kids because as their parents, I mean, we are the ones they look to. And the more you open up that door of them remembering that you're their safe space, no matter how old they are, you are going to be the one they come to when they need anything and no matter what they're going through. So just support, love, and release those expectations and just cling on to I'm here for the ride no matter what it looks like whether it be a trip whether it be your kids whether it be your spouse your siblings your parents anybody just cling on for the ride and and enjoy it because that's what we're here for to live life to grow and to learn from one another so hope you enjoyed today's episode See, I'll hear you next week because I don't think I'll see you. Bye.